Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. Hello there, and welcome back to the My Adoption Coach podcast. Today, we're going to mix things up a little bit and talk about a couple of success stories. I know that the adoption journey can be so hard and that waiting can be incredibly difficult because there's just no way to know when your phone's going to ring or when your email is going to ping with an opportunity. And since we've had two success stories in our community recently, I thought sharing those might be just a a little bit of a ray of hope for you in what can be some dark and gloomy days. Recently, Stephanie and Jeremy just welcomed a baby girl into their family around Mother's Day. And at the time of this recording, they are busy, loving, and squishing all over her and just a little bit too busy to check in with us. But we have another success story that is in the making, and that is with Brittany and Jason. And Brittany was kind enough to take a moment to stop by and and share her story with us on how she really got to where she is today. Brittany and Jason are waiting for the birth of their second child in just a few weeks. And since their opportunity isn't final as of yet, I would ask that you would say a prayer of strength for both Brittany, Jason, and their expectant mother. I know that they've got a lot of nervous energy running through all of them and a lot of big decisions ahead of them. I'm very excited to share the journey with Brittany and her family and how she became an expectant or how she became an adoptive mother through her first opportunity. So let's take a listen to our conversation with Brittany today. Hello, Brittany. Welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast. I'm so excited to have you joining us today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So guys, I wanted to share just a little bit about Brittany. Uh, Brittany and I actually started working a few months ago, and she's actually the secret weapon behind a lot of the content (laughs) that you guys uh, hear from me on a weekly basis. Um, She is a terrific friend and sounding board that I have met through the adoption uh, process and has really inspired me to just keep going um, when I'm having those moments of, am I really helping anybody out there? Um, so Brittany, I'd love for you to share a little bit about, um, yours and Jason's journey, um, from an adoption perspective and just kind of where you've been and and where you're headed. Okay. Uh, so we were married in 2012 and immediately we knew we wanted children. Like we started talking about that probably, you know, like two, three dates in, we want kids. This is, this is what we want. Um, so we got married, started trying. Uh, you know, not really successful in that, uh, biological standpoint. And then we had friends that had fostered to adopt and we decided, um, okay, well, that's what we're going to do because that's all we knew. Um, so we had planned, uh, in the fall of 2015, we were going to wait till the summer because I'm a teacher, um, until I had, you know, some free time to start taking the foster classes. And then, um, we got a phone call out of the blue from a friend of mine who knew of an expectant mother um, that was thinking about placing her baby for adoption. So we got in contact with the expectant mother's cousin and she kind of became our liaison. Um, And 
to make the long story short, just a, a whirlwind two months later, uh, we bring our baby home from the hospital and uh, we end up with a little girl and she's five years old now and she's amazing in every way. Of course, you know, I'm a little biased, but she's pretty cool. Um, and then we decided this spring or last spring, um, I think, I think we want to do this again. Maybe we're crazy enough to, uh, to jump back, <laughs> to jump back into this craziness and, uh, let's, let's just go for it. And maybe I've kind of forgotten how hard it was the first time. Um, and maybe that's just something that, uh, your body's just like, mm, let, let's just hide some of that. And uh, before we move forward again, uh, but yeah, so we decided that we wanted to, to do this again and we ended up calling our, our home study agency again and getting all that paperwork started back in, oh goodness, June, July or something like that last year. Um, and finally, November 2nd, we were home study approved again. Our update was approved and now we're just on our journey and just praying for for our next little love and his or her birth parents and hoping to sometime soon in the near, you know, whatever it ends up being. Uh, we just, we just really want another, another child. And I want Tessa to grow up with a sibling and um, seeing all her baby pictures just, just melt me. So that's where we're at right now. We're just kind of in the waiting period and seeing, seeing where this journey takes us now. And how are you trying to match this time around? So this time we're trying to self-match ma- mainly. Um, we have a Facebook page that we have uh, started just putting regular updates on and asking people to share our information. All of our friends and family know uh, our, our story, of course, with their daughter. And they know that we want to adopt again. And they're completely on board. Um, I've joined several Facebook groups. And that's how you and I met and it's just been a blessing um just having all these people going through the same thing that we are or have already been there where we are now um so posting my profile there um i have emailed several adoption attorneys that said that they would hold on to our profiles i've sent in a couple of uh profiles to referral services just to kind of be on an email list so that's kind of where we're at now That is awesome. And I'll say what you really opened my eyes to was just the idea of there are different types of profiles that you need based upon the way you're trying to match, right? And so, Mm -hmm. because you just never know, and in your particular instance, how that, you know, is going to come about, right? Right. Um, So I I think that is phenomenal. Um, And I I do really appreciate um, you. I know you serve as a moderator of a couple of different groups and really try to help other hopeful adoptive families um, through this as well. So I do appreciate all that you do to encourage the community um, Mm -hmm. because it it can be a really hard journey for sure. It is, but it it also, like you've said before, it, it fills my cup to help others that are going through the same thing. And I've been through it once and and I know what it's like right now. You know, I'm I'm in the trenches with with them, so I I can just be a a shoulder to cry out well, not really a shoulder, a text to lean on, or a message to, you know, just when you're feeling frustrated. So I get it. I get it. 
Yeah, that support is so very important. Um, it is. Yeah, I mean, I would say back in the dark ages when I started, <laughs> started my adoption process, that wasn't even like in my realm of, you know, consciousness of like, right. there's a Facebook group out there because I didn't know anybody. I knew one person. Right. That was it. Yeah. And the only people I knew had done it through foster care and it had nothing to do with social media. It yeah. was all through the state and that's, that's all we knew. And, um, you know, then all of a sudden <laughs> they've had these kids for two years and then they're posting pictures because their adoptions are finalized. And I was like, that's awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. and then, of course, you know, the, the Lord has other plans and, <laughs> you know, that was, it was amazing. So that's, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. That was, gosh, six years ago that we, you know, started our adoption journey with our daughters. So I, I get it. These Facebook groups are just phenomenal now and they've just kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I really love that people can jump in and ask each other questions on like, what was your experience like? Because our experiences are all so different. They're all so personal, but yet we can learn from each other. And Absolutely. that's what I really love. Um, and I have to say thank you for supporting those in the My Adoption Coach Facebook group because, I, you know, people post questions. You're always in there responding and helping and sharing your experience. And I think that's really the beauty of those groups is helping each other, you know, through the process. Well, thank you. Um, I, I really enjoy it. I do. Good, good. So how can I help you in particular today? I feel like you've just done so much already. You've, you've created a, a website for us and you made graphics for us for our, our fundraiser. And that was, that went so well. The, the quilt square fundraiser that we did. Um, I mean, we sold all of our quilt squares plus my aunt made another quilt so that we <laughs> could start selling those. Um, so that was, that was amazing. And just the fact that you're there for us, especially the safe space Sunday, like that, Sometimes that's what I need to get me ready for, for Monday. Like, let me just get this off my chest and let me, um, you know, get, get my, get my mind right for the week. And the fact that you're just there to listen to us and be supportive. And, and if you could just keep doing that for us, really, that's, that's huge. And I know oh. it might not feel like much, but it really is. It really is. Oh. Thank you so much. Yeah, the Safe Space Sunday in the, the Facebook group is just, I, I make a post every Sunday, rain or shine, and just says, share what you need to in a zero judgment free zone. Mm -hmm. Um, and it really just, I, when I was thinking of, it really came kind of out of the blue to me. I was just thinking about like, what did I really need when I was going through it? I needed somebody that was walking the same walk and that, um, would, really receive what I had to say with zero judgment because mm -hmm. there are some days where I was just like, why, why is this happening? You know, or, Oh, I'm so tired of waiting. And when you're sharing that with people that aren't going through the journey, like they just, they don't get it. Um, so I'm glad, glad it's helping because I, it was one of those things I was like, well, it helped. I don't know. It would have helped me. So let's try it and see. Yeah, if it And even others. if it's just a couple of us, you know, or if there's a couple other people that, that, comment on there and I just don't happen to that week um just being able to respond and, and love on those those people that are going through this journey it really I mean community is so important with adoption and like you said before we didn't really have that um <laughs> I didn't know anybody that had done a private adoption and you said you knew one person and and now we have so many people there's thousands of people on Facebook and you know, the, the My Adoption Coach group is smaller, which I really like because I feel like it's more of a, a village rather than, rather than it being this 
giant metropolis that a lot of the other <laughs> a lot of the other Facebook groups are, and and I feel like it's it's more intimate and it's and it's, a, it's it's helpful and it it really it warms my heart to see people you know putting good stuff on there or um, you know asking questions and getting answers and you've just been phenomenal through all of it. So thank you, thank you. That's um yeah, thank you very much. Um, so I I do know that you are in the waiting process. And I know that the waiting process can be so hard. Um, so first and foremost, I just wanted to say big hugs and I acknowledge that. Um, and there is, um, this a special kind of pain and, um, you know, worry and strength that it takes to, to get through that, um, uh, for sure. And there's, I can never give you any silver bullet, right? That's going to be like, and this is going to solve all of that. <laughs> I wish I could. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> I looked high and low for that <laughs> both times, all three times actually. All right. Um, but yeah. I didn't find it. But I'm happy to share again what helped me through the process. Um, if if that's something that you think would be Absolutely. helpful for you. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I kind of, you had shared this ahead of time with me. And so I kind of prepared a couple of notes, um, that uh, I'll refer to, you know, just as we go through here. Um, but some things that helped me, I, I kind of divided them into adoption focused and non adoption focused activities. Okay. Um, because there were some days where I needed to put it on a shelf, right? Needed to be able to put it on a shelf. And there are other days where I needed to feel like I was doing everything in my power because hello, type A control freak. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so hard not to be able to like and do this and it magically works. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, so I'll talk adoption focus first and then I'll talk uh, non-adoption focus. Okay. Actually, why don't we reverse this? Maybe it'll be okay. easier to, to talk reverse. Um, so I'll talk adoption focus first, then I'll go to non-adoption. Uh, uh, non- goodness gracious, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk non-adoption, then adoption. Okay. 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 So from a non-adoption perspective, um, I went through and was like, how can I make um, my life ready for bringing in a child? Um, and so for me first, it was like, is my home ready? Right. Do I have all the, the honeydew projects? And this was the phase that my husband hated the most. <laughs> I um, can't imagine. <laughs> right? Cause you know, being the type A lister that I am, I was like, and here's the list, you know, let's, let's do these hundred things before the baby comes home. Right, He's like, and right. if they come tomorrow, <laughs> like we'll get them done. We'll figure it out. It's fine. Um, so I, that was really kind of the first thing for me. And for me, movement made me feel good. Like I was, I was doing something. So while I didn't want to set up a nursery, I got the room cleaned out so that when it was ready, you know, I still use the room for now, but got it cleaned out and ready. Um, I did, you know, little things like, um, you know, listing stuff on Craigslist to try to help, you know, pay my adoption expenses. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, this is not healthy, so I don't recommend this to everybody. Um, but I did everything I could to just physically wear myself out. Uh, because if I was tired, I was too tired to think about it. Right. Um, I'm sure there's some psychiatrists out there that will listen to this. <laughs> we'll be like, whoo, not a good coping strategy. So again, I don't suggest it for everyone. Okay. 
<laughs> um, but it did help me just to, you know, physically be tired. So I would you know, weed the garden. I would, you know, uh, do things around the house just to keep myself moving. Um, it was a little bit easier to stay moving and focused whenever I had uh, our oldest at home, whenever I had Kay home. Um, so going into our second adoption was a little bit easier. Not much because it still weighed on me, right? You know. Right. Um, but staying physically active definitely helped me. Um, and then I planned, uh, just fun activities that would be things that it would be harder to do with a baby to give me something fun to look forward to. Um, so like going to the park, like, okay, not that you can't go to a park with a baby, but it was like, I could have special time on the swings with her because she was two, you know, um, or before she even came along, like, my poor husband, I came home on a Tuesday and told him the next Thursday we were going to Hawaii. (laughs) He was like, what? And I was like, there's really great deals. And I got, I got, we've got miles from credit cards because we've, you know, been paying all this adoption stuff. Like we're going. And he was like, how much is going to cost us? And I was like a hundred bucks. I worked a deal. I figured it out. That's amazing. But I, I planned fun little excursions that were just like, and we're kid free right now. So let's go blah, you know, let's go do right. this. Mm-hmm. Um, which looking back on that, now that they're both home, I'm like, that was pretty crazy. I couldn't do that. <laughs> couldn't just voluntarily decide to jump on a plane for 12 hours later. Um, so I would say that those would be the areas that I would focus on from a like a non-adoption. It was, you know, mm-hmm. what can I do around the house to get ready? Uh, how can I just physically wear myself out, which came in the form for me of exercise and outside yard work and things of that nature, because it just, that was how I could mentally cope. There's something about sticking my hands in dirt that just makes my soul happy in a different way. Um, and then planning opportunities to do things and things to do that we couldn't do after the baby's home. Because then I also felt a little bit like, oh, I'm accomplishing something good. Like we won't be able to do this later or it'll be harder to do this later or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, those types of things. And I'm definitely not a mom that's like, you can never go anywhere because you have children, but you know, they're just some things that are easier. Mm -hmm. Then from an adoption side perspective, um, I focused on a couple of different areas within that that bucket. Um, so for me in the very first, again, back to that type A control freak part of me, um, I focused on what will life be like when the baby comes home and how can I structure the life that I want with this child, right? Um, so for me, it was really important that I have the flexibility in my corporate day job to, you know, have the time with the kids that I really want to do with, you know, with them. And so from that perspective, I started having conversations with my bosses about what does life look like when they come home, even though we weren't ready for them to come home yet. I started planning uh, my maternity leave in case I had a stork drop, um, which is great because I did end up having a stork <laughs> right. drop. Um, but adoption maternity leave is not something a lot of people understand. Mm-hmm. And so, and I didn't either, um, you know, it was not something I knew. And so planning for that really helped me. Um doing like secret boards on Pinterest helped me, you know, process of like, what does a room look like and names and first birthdays. And I'm one of those that if I can paint a vision for myself that I can hang on to that vision and it becomes my hope of where I'm headed. And so that really helped me. 
Um, and then when I felt like we weren't moving fast enough, I dug into our profile and I called the agency and I probably bugged the absolute fire, <laughs> the absolute fire out of them. Um, because I was like, how many times has our profile gone out? Why hasn't it gone out? What's, what's holding us back? You know, things of that nature. And they're like, you've been live for a week. <laughs> I'm like, so I have okay. opportunities. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and being, you know, of course I work in marketing for, you know, a day job. Um, but being in marketing, I was really obsessed with our story and, how clear and easy it was for someone to understand who we were and be attracted to our story. And then I was obsessed with the metrics, you know, back to the, okay, you've had, you know, 10 opportunities come in your agency this week. How many times was I shown in those 10? And what was the feedback that was given of those 10? And then, and that's where I started learning that um, not every expectant mother was a great fit for us and we weren't a great fit for every expectant mother. Um, but it started helping me learn how to dial in my messaging on my story so that I could tell a really clear and concise story about who we were. Um, so I, I know I've kind of thrown a lot at you there, <laughs> uh, but I'd, I'd love, you know, what areas um, do you feel like would resonate most with you? And are there other questions you have about any of them? Since we're not with an agency, you know, we really don't, um, we, we have seen a few different situations, uh, come through the referral services. Uh, we've really only shown to one because it really, that's out of the probably four that we've seen since November. That's really the only one that we felt good about. And we've talked and, you know, we, we never want to move forward with something that we don't, um, that we're not on the same page with and we're not at peace with. Um, because there have been a couple that I've been like, we could totally do this. And then my husband's like, that's, <laughs> you know, that's no. <laughs> so, um, and, and like you said, it's it, not every expectant mother is a fit for us. You know, someone wanted, um, completely different lifestyle than what we have. And that's, that's okay. And, and so that's just not meant to be. So for us, I, I do feel like painting a clear picture of of our life and what it would be like um with us would probably be, be helpful because I do want to kind of tweak our our profile and and make it um a little bit more streamlined to where you can you know see our day-to-day life and you can see really in into our hearts and into what 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 kind of life we want to give a child and what kind of life we have with our daughter now like what what that would be like with another child so that would that would probably be the most helpful uh, for us to, to kind of go through our profile and look at those things and see what we can change and you know make another order of those those darn profiles and get them out there again and and just see what we can do. One of the best things you can do when you're not getting any traction with your profile is to ask for feedback. If you're self-matching, this can be tricky. But you can take a step back and look at the conversations you're having with expectant mothers and see what their big takeaways are. And if you're not getting any sort of engagement, then we need to work on your profile content sharing strategy as well. I think you're doing just an awesome job with everything. And and just thank you for being so supportive of us. So that's all I need to say. All right. Well, thank you again so much, Brittany. I'm so excited for your journey.
hope you found something in Brittany's story that gave you just a little bit more strength and hope to make it even just one more day. And don't forget, anytime you need to share what is on your heart or your mind, jump into the Facebook group. It will always be your safe space away from consultants, agencies, and expectant mothers. I want that to be your safe haven so that you can share what's on your heart and your mind and you can get the strength to make it through this adoption journey even just one more day. Or if you're wanting just to to have a discussion privately with me one-on-one, I'm always here to help you and I'm willing to help you in any way. Just reach out. Hang in there, friend. You can totally do this. And as always, I've got your back.